Hello and welcome to the Bridal Podcast by Natalie. I'm here for both the bride and the makeup artist to bring you business insights, wedding planning tips, funny candid moments and everything in between. If you are a makeup artist simply surviving in the wedding world, I'm here to help you start getting the very best out of your career, to help you help your brides feel unbelievable from the start of their planning journey and to help you fall back in love with your business. For the brides out there, I'm a newlywed and officially now in my wife era and I'm here to show you that planning a wedding can be so beautiful and it doesn't have to be the stressful time that society can make it out to be. But above all, I'm a wife and a mama and I'm here to show you that we are all just simply juggling whatever life throws our way. We are spinning a thousand plates at a time and sometimes all you need is a little girl chat over a coffee or a glass of something fizzy. Thank you for being here and enjoy. Oh my frigging God, we are here. (laughs) I can't tell you how nervous I am for this. I have wanted to do a podcast for so long, but I have just been too terrified and I think as well too bothered about what other people think. So I am an avid podcast listener. Honestly, I listen to podcasts all the time, whether it's when I'm working out, which doesn't happen at the minute, whether I'm driving to a wedding, where I'm driving home from a wedding, you name it, I'm listening to podcasts. And I just felt like I'd almost run out of podcasts to listen to, if that makes sense. So I love business podcasts. I love really motivational podcasts. But I have to say, And this is nothing against fellow podcasters, but a lot of the stuff out there is so corny and so cheesy. Like, does anybody else feel like that? I'm even cringing at myself, to be honest, for that introduction, but I just want it to be so motivational and just such a lovely little space to be in. But yeah, I was finding that there was such a gap. All of the UK podcasters that I listen to, and there's about three of them, were just my kind of vibe, my kind of people, and they were the podcasts that I would come away from feeling so inspired, and literally like I'd been sat having a chat with a best friend. But then I'd scroll through the millions of podcasts out there and start to listen to a few episodes, and don't get me wrong, a lot of the episodes were really inspiring, and it felt like a really good place to be. But then it'd just be ruined by some really cheesy, corny kind of kind of style. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I feel like, is this really bad to come on and straight away slate podcast? I hope that's how it's not coming across. But yeah, I just want this to be like a chat with a girlfriend and a bit of a giggle and not too serious. And my massive goal for 2024 is just to stop caring honestly stop giving a shit about what other people think and I know that's so cliche because we all say it but then we all still continue to do it and this has been something that I write out every January I write down start YouTube properly again and start a podcast and I've probably done that not every January that's an exaggeration but every January for the past maybe three four years And something that I do a lot is I'll actually create the content and then get terrified to post it. I have got thousands, and I mean thousands, of files, images, recordings, video, you name it. I've got so much of it on my phone and my MacBook that has never seen the light of day out of fear of what other people are going to say. So that stops now. It's stopping right now. And even if this is just my mum that listens to this, because I can guarantee I'll never listen to this back, then at least I'm entertaining my mum. So hi, Mandy. 
So I really want this to be a bit of an open space and for you guys to kind of help me find my way, if that makes sense as well. I have got so many lists of topics that I want to cover. I've got so many guests that I want to get on. So if we're friends within the wedding industry, run and hide because I'm coming for you. I need you on here to spill the tea and to have a bit of a gossip. And I don't just want to limit myself to kind of one set episode or one genre. I kind of want to cover different bases, which I know sometimes people say, find your niche and don't be a jack of all trades. And of course, I'm not trying to do a podcast, you know, for, I don't know, a brain surgeon. That would never work anyway. But what I would like to do with this is kind of do a bit of a podcast under the umbrella of weddings as a whole. And then branch off into little sections within that. So there might be some episodes here that are totally for you. There'll be some episodes that are so not relevant. But the common theme that I kind of want through it all is a little bit of a girl chat, something quite motivational, quite inspiring, something that you come away from feeling really good after listening to. Because I know the very best podcasts that I listen to make me feel that way. And even if they're not relevant to maybe the job that I'm in or the career that I followed or, you know, the people that I follow online, even if it's just a random podcast, I find the very best ones can leave me at the end of a long drive feeling so much better about myself or they've picked me up out of a really bad mood or they've made me want to go home and absolutely smash my to-do list and clean the house and yeah. So no matter where you are, if you're in the gym, if you're cleaning, if you're in the shower, oh my gosh, (laughs) wherever you are, thank you so, so much for listening. And yeah, this is my first ever episode. Can't believe I've just bloody said that. So I wanted the first episode to be something that's a little bit of an introduction to me. I want to keep it quite short and sweet and snappy. I don't want to be going on for about 45 minutes because if you know me, you know that I can do that. And I will digress about 57 times during this podcast, so stick with me. But yes, I thought the first episode would be really nice to post and a chance for you guys to get to know me. So I am Natalie and I'm a bridal makeup artist and I've been doing this now for around 12 years, maybe a little bit longer. Um, I don't really want to count at this point because I feel like I will show my age right now. And yeah, I feel like ever since I joined the makeup world, I kind of got the bug for bridal and it's never really left me. And over the past year or so, I've definitely taken education more seriously, but I would probably say I've dipped my toes in the education world for other artists for around four years now. I started officially doing education for other artists and it was literally just one-to-one lessons, kind of teaching my signature looks, just very informal, very laid back, you turn up, I tell you what you want to know kind of thing. And in the wedding world, I don't really have a base as such where I am located. I'm really fortunate enough that at the end of last year, sounds so weird saying last year by the way, But at the end of last year, myself and my little sister, my gorgeous Ali, we opened our own salon, which was a dream come true. And it was something that I feel like you add to a list and it's like, come back to that in five years time. And it was so stressful at the time, but honestly, it's probably been the best thing we've ever done for our careers. I can just feel it. Do you know when something just feels so right? So that's where I'm officially based for bridal trials. However... 
I do the majority of my weddings, let's say, around the Yorkshire, kind of Lincolnshire, East Midlands area. Maybe the Northeast as well, you could class it as. I will travel wherever. I have done weddings as far as Mexico and I love an international wedding. It's something that I've really thrown myself into in the past few years and honestly, it is so rewarding. Like everybody else, I love to travel. I love to see the world. So being able to do weddings and do them abroad is a win-win. And then also on the odd occasion, take my little boy and my husband with me as well. I am also a wife now. Oh my God, she's a wife. Yeah, we got married back in June last year. Again, that sounds crazy being able to say that we got married in June last year. Last year. No, I want to say I got married last week. It's really strange, but we're still in that little newlywed bubble. And I feel like I'm only just floating back down to it. Suppliers and guests are still sharing photos and I feel like that keeps you up in that bubble for so so long so yes I definitely know a thing or two about weddings and the wedding world itself so back to the early days and how I officially started as a makeup artist I actually years ago and I mean years ago used to model and I would always have my makeup done on photo shoots and very quickly I realized that I was actually more interested in questioning the makeup artist and diving into her kit than I actually was modeling. At the time I was at uni doing teaching and I dropped out and I think everybody around me thought I was an absolute crazy person. So yeah, dropped out of uni and went back to college and did two years studying makeup artistry. My dad has always been self-employed and always had his own business. And honestly, he is my biggest inspiration when it comes to running my own business. I just saw how much it was able to give him, how much job satisfaction he had. Obviously, yes, there was stress running your own business, but I feel like he never really had to answer to anybody. He was his own boss. He decided when and if he worked. And I also was able to see what that did for our family. And yeah, it just gave me the buzz the buzz for being self-employed which yes it is very stressful but I would honestly never change it for the world. So during my two years at college we did a bridal module and at the time I was actually gutted because the bridal module was probably one of the smallest modules we covered. We did everything from like wig making. I mean it was a theatrical makeup course but back then makeup artistry wasn't really a thing let's say. Weddings, of course, were happening, but people didn't pay for makeup artists to do their wedding makeup. They just did it themselves or got a friend to do it. And the only makeup artists, let's say, that were available were girls that worked on a mat counter because they were the only people that were officially trained and would do events as makeup artists. I just knew a makeup counter job wasn't for me which at the time was so backwards because everybody wanted to work at MAC. And don't get me wrong, I definitely went for a few jobs at MAC. I think I did two job interviews. Didn't get one of them because the place that I went to was an hour and a half away from where I lived. And little old me back then thought I would commute that every single day. And I think the managers just looked at me like, who is this girl? She's not going to make it in every single day. And then I actually got a job on another makeup counter and I was about three, four hours into the job And I quit because traffic stopping, honestly, would kill me a little bit inside. I just knew that it wasn't for me, like stopping people in a shopping centre and just trying to sell them things that they didn't need and then sell things on top of those things that they didn't need would honestly just make me feel so uncomfortable and I just knew in my gut that that wasn't the kind of makeup artistry that I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be doing client makeup and also bridal so then it was time to find some clients. 
So to begin with, it was purely word of mouth. I would do people's makeups completely free of charge. I would get them to take photos. And at the time I actually had a Blackberry. I didn't even have an iPhone. This is how old I am. This is how long I've been doing it for. I had a Blackberry. I didn't actually have an iPhone. I had one of the iPod touches that had a few apps on there like Instagram. But, but back then Instagram was where you'd kind of take a picture of like the meal that you were eating and just upload it with a random filter on there. A little bit of a Polaroid background, let's say. A grainy filter and yeah, you'd get no likes and you'd be buzzing. And Facebook was a thing, but business pages on Facebook weren't really around, let's say. So I would just do people's makeups and I would say, you know, if you know anyone that's going to a ball or a wedding or anything, like I'll do their makeup, just recommend me. And weirdly, it grew from there actually. I feel like because I had a lot of friends that had been in like the photography and modeling world, I already had a little bit of a network. So it really kind of snowballed from there, but I say snowballed in a quite a small way. And then one Christmas, I think it was a boxing day. Yeah, it was because I'd been at my in-laws and I'd had a few drinks. I got home and just decided to set up a Facebook business page and it was literally the business name that I still am, Natalie Kate Makeup Artist, and just uploaded a few random photos, and that night, I feel like it was either four or five bookings I secured for the New Year's Eve that was in a few days' time, and God knows how I did it, but I did, I just had a full diary, and I say diary, the diary wasn't even a business one, it was literally a really pretty pink one that I think my now husband bought me for Christmas, and in the back, there was a notes page about two pages long. And I literally just started writing down appointments in there. And that New Year's Eve, I drove everywhere. I went to so many different places, some 45 minutes away from where I lived. And then I would drive another 30 minutes to a different town to do a different client. And then another hour and five minutes back home, do somebody at home, drive 30 minutes away again. It was crazy. Like, I was only charging as well about 15 to 20 pounds for a full face. I probably wasn't even making enough money to cover my fuel. But any little bit of money that I did have, I would go straight to Mac and I would put back into my kit. And at the time, I thought buying the latest eyeshadow or lipstick shade was going to make me a better makeup artist. And boy, did I learn. But at the time, that was the only way to kind of invest in myself and my business, let's say. Then I randomly booked a bride. Somebody reached out to me and said she was getting married on the first week of January and was I available to do her makeup. Honestly, I probably took that booking about five days before the wedding and guess how much I charged? I charged £70 to do the bride plus eight faces. But honestly, I was on cloud nine, like someone wanted to pay me £70, which was a lot of money to say that I had just started this business days ago. And yeah, she trusted me with her wedding. And for the bride, I just pretty much did a really natural kind of glowy glam. But I remember one particular bridesmaid wanted an all over black smoky eye with pressed black glitter over the top. And that just wasn't my vibe at all and still isn't to this day, but I did it. And back then I would honestly just do any look on anybody and I tried to be the makeup artist for everybody. So back to present day. As I said earlier, I now own Jaden Jones with my little sister, which is our beautiful baby. We are so proud of it. And that is going to be my new little hub for recording podcasts. I think I'm going to try and bring video into the podcast at some point, but I'm not 
that confident yet. And that's also my new hub for my in-person education and my training courses for aspiring makeup artists and aspiring bridal makeup artists. And during the week, I'm also very busy with skin clients and I have just launched skin courses as well. So for total beginners, all the way through to beauty therapists that are already trained, but they just want to, you know, relaunch their business, find their feet again, learn new skills. I kind of fell into skin as well. And I'll go on to that on another episode. But with skin, it always used to frustrate me that I could make someone feel so confident with a full face. And then we take it off and that confidence almost washed down the drain with the removal of the makeup, if that makes sense. And it used to drive me insane. Like I said earlier, I'm so stubborn and I wanted a way to really actually help people. So yeah, went back and did so many courses, more than I care to remember. Really set my mind to it and then set up what is now my skin business. And I've recently rebranded and that is now Natalie the Facialist. And then alongside that, I'm doing my training now, which is so, so exciting. Don't get me wrong, I always love doing weddings and I'll always do weddings and I'll always love doing my clients and seeing them, you know, every four to six weeks. But for me, really making a difference in someone's life, which sounds so cheesy, but really making a difference, whether that be on the biggest day of their life, their wedding day, or in something as big as their career, that is truly what gets me out of bed in the morning it is honestly what makes me feel so passionate being able to help women create the careers that just gives them that buzz that same kind of spark that giddiness that I feel being able to give that to other people is so so special and that is very different to weddings for a wedding day you're kind of holding the bride's hand until the day and you're there as almost another bridesmaid you're there in the experience and you kind of wave them off down the aisle and your journey then can sometimes come to an end with them not with all of them I will always keep in touch with my brides I love to see their galleries afterwards I love to follow them on social media and seeing how their life changes after the wedding and following their journeys with their now wife their husband having babies moving house moving country whatever that may be I love to see that But unless I continuously still see them, my journey with them in person kind of comes to an end. With being able to help other women in their business, that is constant. I've got students that I helped years ago that I can still see are absolutely smashing it. And they were either at the stage where they were going to give up everything or they were going to get another part-time job and kind of just dagger down with their weddings. And being able to see that you've helped someone and given them that creative spark back or helped them find a different passion or leave a job that they absolutely hated or be able to spend more time with their kids or silly things but be able to buy a new car or one of my students really wanted to move out of her parents' house. Those things, when they achieve them, I cannot tell you firstly how addictive that feels to be able to help someone like that but also just how passionate and emotional it can make you feel. And that, honestly, is so bloody addictive. I thought the buzz of a wedding morning was everything, but when I started to do education and be able to see the ripple effect that that had, then that's where I've realised that that is just yet another amazing passion of mine. So I'm going to call it a day there because I feel like I could go on forever and ever. But I just want to say a massive thank you to anybody that's made it to the end of this podcast. 
Trying new things is definitely scary. I think we can all attest to that. So you listening today, honestly, just means the world. I don't want to be cringe now, but if you have enjoyed listening today, I would love it if you could either take a picture of where you're listening or just screenshot the podcast on your phone, post it to your stories or your social media. Just let me know or send me a message that you've enjoyed it. And also as an added little bonus, if you could leave me a review, it honestly does the world of good for podcasts because there's no algorithm as such on these kind of platforms leaving a review and listening is the only way that platforms know that these podcasts are by genuine people and that people are actually enjoying them so yes leaving a review for me would mean the absolute world but only if you have the time thank you so so much for listening and I will speak to you on the next episode you'll need to find a way to sign off by the way because I nearly just said I'll see you in the next episode and I won't because this is not video, which thank God it is not video because I'm currently sat in my dressing gown.